0: Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, January 14th, 2022. Uh and it is uh just after 2 30 UTC as we're starting to record this. And I'm Sam Minter, Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Uh is that me? Now, oh yeah. Hello. Now before we get to the agenda and anything else, I did want to say something. I I, I put it in I put this in the description of last week's show, but I made such a horrible, horrible error that I wanted to recognize it here as well. (laughs) What did you do? So, because I was recording last week on my wife's computer, and I'm doing it again, because my computer is still all screwed up, and I'll talk about that later. (laughs) But, when I said the date, I looked at the date on her computer, and her computer, unlike mine, is not in UTC. (gasps) So, so I said the show was Friday January 7th when it was really Saturday January 8th when we recorded last week's show in, in
1: in terms of UTC I
0: I I know I feel so ashamed
1: I mean we we should have you I mean I gotta call the DOJ and have him add at you to that uh, that indictment uh, as a matter of fact, let me see if I got the phone number over here. We're Attorney General, Attorney General. Uh, okay, I'll I'll get on that. You'll get soon. on that. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay.
0: In any case, this time it is really Friday, January fourteenth, UTC, just after two thirty. Um, and our agenda for today: we're going to do our but first segment where Yvonne and I are both going to talk about whatever sort of whatever kind of not really super important mm-hmm. stuff, and uh, then. We're going to do three main segments, the pandemic, legislative stuff that's going on in Washington, D.C., and then January 6th stuff, because there have been some indictments and some other stuff this week and the committee's doing stuff, you know, the, the whole thing. Um, so that's the agenda. So first off is but first. Shall I go first this time, Yvonne? Sure. I, I just I have I mentioned this in passing, like the last couple of weeks. But I am going to talk about my dying iMac. And so, what's been happening is that it, how old is it now? Uh, six years. Okay, yeah, just about six years. Um, and and so what what's been happening is that uh, well, where it started is it would it would just occasionally kernel panic, right? And then the kernel panics got more and more frequently. And for those who aren't Mac. People, uh, the kernel panic is just basically the whole computer crashes, it brings up an error screen, and reboots.
1: Okay, it's like, uh, it's like kind of like a blue screen in Windows, basically. Yeah, it's like the blue screen of death, except it's
0: black, and it's on a Mac.
1: You're right, exactly. You know, um, and... But it's very similar.
0: Usually, these kernel panics are related to some sort of hardware problem, um, of one sort or another. Not always, can't you know? But it sometimes it can nah,
1: be. Not always. I I had uh, I I, I you know like incited certain kernel panics yeah. on a computer I had by running McAfee antivirus. Yes, there can and be. And once there. I turned it off, it 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 uh, they never happened. Yeah, and especially
0: things that like mess with the. The kernel of the system can cause kernel panics that are software-related. So, you know, it could be hardware, it could be software, whatever. Anyway, this started happening more and more frequently. It got to the point where, like, it was happening, like, every 20 minutes. Like, I could not even, you know, fully get booted and get into whatever I wanted to do and blah, blah, blah. And it would kernel panic and die. Like, and sometimes it was even kernel panicking before it even finished booting up. And I'm like, well, crap. So the usual things they tell you to do are, you know, disconnect, you know, external drives and things, you know, apparently one of the most common things is is devices attached via USB. Um, now, so I attached, like, I detached everything that I could that was USB related, however, Some of you may remember, the internal drive on my iMac died several years ago. So I was actually booting off an external SSD attached by USB. So it's not like I could detach that, you know, because that was running the damn computer. But I detached everything else besides that. Same thing happened. I changed which USB port I was attaching that drive to. Same thing happened in case it was a software issue. I booted into what's called safe mode, which only starts the bare minimum system stuff. Same thing happened. Um and basically, you know, I I, I systematically went through all kinds of different troubleshooting steps, blah blah blah. I I I I like tried everything I could think of. And I, I I spent days and days doing this. Um and then like miraculously it started to work again. So I sort of forgot about it for a while and it went like two, three days without any crashes. And I'm like, great. Well, I don't know what happened, but whatever it is, it's been resolved. Great. I'll just keep going. And then of course it started again. And, and so then I'm like, okay, fine. I will, you know, it must, the only thing left, at least it felt like the only thing left was the, the, the drive I was booting off of must have some sort of problem you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, let's replace that. Um and so I went through the process of you know, I I I didn't have another SSD drive handy, so I had to use a spinning platter drive I had handy. I had an extra one lying around. Uh there was it was supposed to go for my to my daughter for something and I'm like, you know, too bad you waited too long to pick this up for me. I I got to use it myself. And you know so i'm like okay i'll i'll do a time machine restore onto this drive and then we'll see what happens then now first of all just that process was actually extraordinarily painful because when you if i booted into the recovery mode to get to the thing that lets you restore from time machine it didn't recognize those time machine backups because they were from a, a much... Another computer. Well, well, no, they were from a much newer version of the OS. And I think there was also the the Apple file system instead of the old file system, and so, like, I couldn't get... Because like, the, the default, when you open into recovery mode or whatever, is whatever version of the OS came with your damn computer. So that was like six years old. Okay? Right. And so it just wasn't handling it properly, and so... What I ended up, ha- and I, I, I did, I tried to, I tried to do, I, I did a whole bunch of dancing around and, and tr- trying to even restore it on an uh, booting off my wife's computer and then restoring onto the drive and then uh, there, it was all kinds of stuff. But in the end, I had to actually, um, uh, I couldn't actually restore directly from Time Machine. I had to uh, install the OS that the computer came with and then upgrade that to the current OS. And then after I was upgraded to the current OS, use Migration Assistant. So so it was a multi-stage process to get this new external hard drive, which, again, was a spinning platter drive instead of an SSD, so it's going to be slower and all that kind of stuff anyway. But I did all this. I got it going. Same damn fucking thing. (laughs) You know, the same kernel panics all the time. Um, and then, you know, and then once again, it, it, it paused for a while. Like I, I recorded last week's show on my wife's computer because I was having all these problems, but then the computer started working upstairs, kind of, sort of, it wasn't crashing all the time. So I decided to edit the podcast and do all that kind of stuff on my own computer. Probably a big mistake. Well, last weekend, like for, I, I was like zonked. Like Saturday, I just slept through the entire day Saturday. Saturday was a completely lost day. I don't even know what the hell happened there. <laughs> Sunday I had to do some stuff for my wife. Uh she actually got she actually got a new MacBook Pro. Uh you know, so it's so for her new job, she's got a work computer, but because ah. she, you know, that that's a Windows computer. Um, but because she's going to be in Olympia, which is a two-hour drive south of us, like half the week, every week for the next couple months, she needed a computer for personal use as well. Uh, because they're okay. they're very, very strict, given what her job is, about the separation of yeah. work and personal. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. e- ev- everything on that work. Then it
1: would be everything on our – because a public record. Yes, exactly. Down, down Basically. Down work, er- right. right. Yeah.
0: So yeah. – so anyway, so we got her a new MacBook Pro and I was setting that up for her on Sunday. And then like, act. but then, and then I finally started working on editing the podcast and my computer had gone like 48 hours without one of these crashes. So I'm like, great, at least it'll work. But it was so damn slow, you know, booted off this other drive that was a spinning disk drive attached by USB, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and, and, and so anyway, um, it the podcast went out later than this podcast has ever gone out like later in the week than it's ever gone out uh which it was really annoying and stressful for to me but it was because every single step of what i was doing was taking forever and you know i it, on the one hand i think some of it may have just been like i said you know booting off the spinning disk but I don't think most of it was actually that. I, th- there are other things going on there. Like, I would click something and get spinning a wheel of death for 10 seconds before I could do anything. You know, it's really freaking annoying. Um, but I eventually got all that done. And then, like, hours after I finish getting out the podcast, it starts doing the stupid thing where it's kernel panicking all the time again. You know, it's like, oh boy. thank you for letting me. Finish the podcast. I'm glad you did that, but then immediately after it started to do this. Now, also, as part of my troubleshooting, one thing I'm I'm still—I've got one more to check, sort of. But Yvonne suggested, hey, maybe it's the memory. Like, try pulling out some of the memory sticks. Um, And so I've been pulling out sort of one stick at a time, you know, and seeing if I still have the same problem. Uh, just gambling that maybe if there was a memory problem, it would only be one of the memory sticks. Of course, there's a possibility it's more blah, blah, blah. But that so far, that's made no difference. I, I've tried, you know, out of the four
1: month- I actually, I'm, I'm for, forgetting that the reason why I recommended that is because I had that problem. Mm-hmm. There was a series of kernel panics that were because of some aftermarket RAM that I had purchased. Uh and, and 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 the only thing that that fixed it was replacing the ram.
0: Yeah. Now all my ram is stock came with the iMac, but uh
1: Yeah, yeah but but i just think well Yeah, yeah, no. So I've RAM, tried
0: know you know, I haven't tried the ram stick. There're 4 ram sticks in this thing. I haven't tried doing them one at a time. But I took the original four and have been removing one at a time. And I've removed three of them makes no difference whatsoever. Um and you know, and the and the error that I get when it when it kernel panics um, is actually specifically uh, related to let's see it's Apple AHCI Disk Queue Manager um, mm. and uh, and. So it seems like it's something to do with the disk controller stuff. I, I don't know that, you know, I, people online said, w- one person said, try turning off the thing that, like, turns your drives to, that puts your drives to sleep when you're not using them. I tried that, didn't make any difference. I, I've, I've looked at dozens of threads online of try this, try that, try blah, 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 blah. No, nothing's made a difference. So I'm... I'm literally at the verge at this point. Like, like I said, right now I'm 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 doing this on my wife's computer. I've there are two things that I've thought about. One is just like, you know, copy my 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 personal user directory onto my wife's computer so that I can log in as me on her computer and just sit in her office and do what I need to do whenever I need to do. Oh, it. Oh, there you go. And perfect. And that well that that'll that might let me along for four months, except for the fact. That you know, she's got to use her computer a lot too, you know. Um, and, but did she get the new MacBook? It, well, she did get the new MacBook. But the the other problem is to do this. I have to sit in her office, you know, and I want to be in my office, you know. But yeah, uh, you know, anyway. So that's one possibility. I could still investigate that. But I I, I also do have permission from my wife to just order. Like the bottom of the line Mac mini to hold me over. But I've been trying to do everything I possibly can to eliminate other possibilities because, you know, I still want to buy the, the new, you know, M chip series iMac, large iMacs when they come out later this year. And so, you know, I, I, I'm sort of rankling at the idea of buying sort of a holdover computer to use for a few months. Now, I have things I could do with that computer after, like, I, you
1: know... That's what I was thinking.
0: You know, I, I'm sure I will make use of it. In fact, I already have ideas of what I would do with it, even after I bought an iMac later. But at the same time, I'm, I'm sort of like, you know, we bought the laptop for my wife. We are going to buy a Mac Mini for me, and then an iMac for me, all in the same fucking year. The, the money adds up, you know? And... And so I'm trying. I'm trying to be good. This edition
1: thing is really annoying, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I, I'm trying to be good and explore all of the other possibilities first. Uh, and I suppose well, like, I I did point out to you to go buy a used, used one. Yeah, I, know, I know, Yes, but see the thing. Yeah, is, the thing is, even if I buy a temporary one, I will find some good use for it.
1: Like I, I'm, thi- uh, oh, but uh, but you know, but at least you can get one. that's not going to be your primary computer in the long run. That you know is
0: Yeah, cheap. yeah, yeah. I hear you, but I mean, and and the
1: the bottom I mean, of the line have like current, you know, uh, machines and stuff. Yeah, right? I know. The the bottom. Look, I mean, how can you beat getting one? You know they've got Mac a Mac Mini with like 16 gigs of hard drive for you know for 250 bucks. With, with you know, I mean it's stupid. I mean, well, actually, with with 16 gigs of RAM is 369. dollars I mean it's stupidly well, but, cheap.
0: But if it, but the bottom of the line Mac Mini brand new is 699.
1: Okay, but it's 300. Okay, yes. Let me remind you. That that is $330 more. Yes, I know. It's but, bare, 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 you know, literally double. Yeah, but I could have it same day. You know? This one is in, in
0: stock. Ships yeah. within 24 hours. Ships within 24 hours is different than arrives at your house in less than 24 hours. But yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but I have an aversion. You
1: were just talking about the frugality of the know, thing and the I, whatever. You know, I,
0: blah, 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 so, blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing. I, I, I want to avoid <laughs> buying something new. But if I decide to buy something new, I don't want to buy something I'll regret or that yeah, And even if it's for, form, I know, because even then I look at the bottom of the line Mac Mini and I'm like, I can't even put like all
1: of my email on this thing. Like the, the built-in storage but, is but not big enough. Connect, but you would connect, but you would connect your current hard drive that you have to that anyway. You would boot up from it. I mean, you're I not going to boot I'm, up d- this. If, if it was fast enough, I would consider doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, you just boot off the SSD and just plug it in. You're not going to do that. Well, no,
0: I, I've already moved from the SSD to the other one, so I might have to migrate to another SSD instead of booting into the internal ones. There are possibilities there. I understand. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still wavering. My wife earlier today was like, <laughs> "Stop messing with this.
1: Just buy the damn just, thing. Just, just do, just exactly. Just, yes. Just,
0: just buy it." Just fucking
1: do it. Just do it. Because I've I've now spent
0: like but, but close I, to three I, I, weeks but I fighting this. Thing. Listen,
1: yeah. listen. You know, now I have not been three weeks, but but yesterday, for whatever the hell damn reason, our relatively new washing machine started going on to Fritz. I don't know what the hell. It's not even three years old. All of a sudden, first it started beeping that it was off balance. Okay, and then I I, I started the wash cycle. And it would keep alternating between the rinse and spin cycle and never finish the wash cycle. Mm hmm. No, no, and no, Matt, but just like you, I'm like, look, yeah, my wife said, well, call the repair people, okay? (laughs) But I'm like, look, I need to at least figure out what the problem is to try to tell them Uh what it is. Because if they need to bring a part or something, I've had this before, I need to tell them what it is. And like the last guy, I had a smart guy on the phone, I said, oh, this is the problem, and he was like, oh, well, we need to get, well, I'm not going to go today because I need to get this part. When I get the part, I'll come in. Okay, right. perfect, fine. So Instead so of I, having I him come up twice. out twice. Right, exactly. So I, I was like, I was just, you know, fidgeting with it exactly just like you. Well, let me try this cycle. Well, let me try this. Well, let me try unplugging it. Well, let me try. So I tried every damn cycle. It didn't matter which one. Yeah, It's got a fresh cycle. It's got this. It, it They all wound up in the same damn thing where the clock would count down to like nine minutes. It's supposed to go into a fast spin. It stops and it goes back into a rinse. And it just starts filling up with water again. Yeah. And, and it, I'm just like, mother. Well, and, and you mentioned repair. But,
0: I mean, I, I could also conceivably actually take this thing into Apple and ask them to actually diagnose it and fix it. But I figure it's old enough. That's there's no way that's worth it. You
1: know? Well, you know what? Listen. Now that and you also, just mentioned that. And but also, I wouldn't think about have that. it look, for an extended look, length of look. time anyway. Now, but listen, you're one that doesn't throw out the old machine no, the devices anyway. No. Even if and this thing does I, not I function at all, that, I will not throw it. You know what? Away. Check. Well, don't completely discount that. Remember that I just had that thing with my, um, what call it? My iPad. Were basically they gave me a freaking new refurbished one for a hundred bucks. Right. I I have you know. I hadn't thought about that, but it, it, it I mean, it may be, you know, maybe I, they have, you know, set up certain fixed prices for repairs. Maybe it's worth looking into. Maybe. I kind of feel at that point, like the,
0: the right order of operations there, because like, you know, it... it they're not gonna have like in stock like a six year old iMac to give me or anything. No, 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 no. It'll
1: take a. It'll t- obviously, it'll probably take a few days. Right, I mean, like mine, I had to wait like yeah. about a week until it came in. Yeah,
0: and that's that's what I'm saying. Like I, you know, and maybe I to use my wife's computer. I don't know, but like you know, if I'm gonna be without it for a different uh, extended length of time, maybe I get the mini set up on the mini, then send in the Mac to see what they can do with it. You know, I don't know. Uh, Because obviously it had other problems, right? The internal drive is dead, like I said, like a long time ago. And obviously this is new on top of that. It just feels like it's old enough to not be worth it and just figure out what else to do in the meantime like you know and like i said even if i if i get this drive what i was going to do with this computer the one i have now that's flaking out on me after i get the new imac was leave it set up as sort of a file server for all like i have dozens of these hard drives Ah, that are archival yes yes of course and the fact that i've got like all of these hard drives like attached to my main computer i know slows it down
1: yes and so just yes, attach
0: all of those to the other machine just have it as a file server and actually just have it if it's a file server for the long-term archive stuff anything actively That's a bad idea anything actively in use we attach to alex's computer or my computer and and then you know we can get the other stuff through the network if we need it, or just move the hard drive when we need it. And so that that was my thought for my old computer. If my old computer is really, really dead, then once I was able to get a new iMac, I would use the Mac Mini for that. And it could even go headless. Right. You know, at that right, point. Right, right, right. So... I don't know. So I figure I've got, I've got things I can do. I, you know, I even know what I'm going to name the computer, like, if I get if
1: I get it, because like, you know, this is another. Okay. I think, I think I may be, re- I don't know if I'm reading this right, but yep. it says here they have a fixed price for other damage. Oh, that's with AppleCare. I was like wondering. Oh, this is
0: Apple well care. past AppleCare.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, I was wondering if this was the price without um without Apple Care. Uh damn. No, no, because it's three hundred dollar fee. I
0: mean, you could probably look up like the value of a two th- a late 2015 iMac, and I bet it's only a couple hundred dollars anyway.
1: Probably, yeah. Uh,
0: you know. So anyway, that, that that's my anyway, story. That's anyway, what I'm going no, through. Like i quite pops i quite possibly will get myself the mac yeah I, I quite possibly will get myself a mini uh you know within 24 hours of recording this podcast unless i magically find a solution that is working not only not crashing but also going at a speed that i can you know deal with um otherwise yeah <laughs> i don't know Oh, well. Okay, enough for me.
1: Well, I I, I do agree that your wife, uh, what your wife said, correct. Just do something and pull the trigger on it and stop, you
0: know. Yeah, stop futzing with it. Like, because uh, yes. every day I've been like, well, what if I try this? What if I try this? Right. And I'm reading all kinds of things online and Googling different things and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, nothing's worked so far. So. Right. So I, I just need to admit it's dead and
1: move on. Yes. Yep. Basically.
0: Okay. Right before we started, Yvonne was talking about desks, and I told him, wait for the show. So,
1: Yvonne, desks. Well, look, the whole thing about uh, desks and remodeling, this whole thing comes about from the fact that, uh, let's be clear, I'm stuck more, a lot more than all of you who've listened to the show for a long time know that i've been i i I normally i'm not home this much but i don't see how the hell i'm getting back to a travel schedule uh that is there is no way i'm going back to traveling as i used to be right it's just not going to happen it it's just it's just you know like it's not gonna even, happen anytime the, in the near future, even
0: if the pandemic disappears tomorrow, which it's probably not yeah. the the bar for what- what really needs travel and what doesn't has shifted
1: right um and i and I think that it's it's a mutual thing, i think it's in part because uh customers are are more used to doing business now remotely too mm mm-hmm. um it It's just been a change um now I used to be work you know working from home and remotely I was used to that for a long time i I have always been a big uh believer in that uh that you know i mean that you should have that flexibility um that that i I was one that always looked at people that demanded that every person be at the office for a monday morning meeting. And I, I, it was just the most ridiculous waste of time in the history of mankind. Mm. I, I, I just saw it as, uh, I mean, every fucking Monday, dude, to drag everybody to be at the office. You know, it was just a waste of a lot of hours. Um, th- that's just the way I saw it. Um, and um, you know Whenever I've managed teams, I've never made them do that. I'm not a great believer in, like, a lot of meetings, Um, unless there's a purpose, uh, something specific. Uh, I mean, I I just, you know, I just don't see it. So, um, but now I'm at home. I'm at home all the time. Um, The furniture that I have in here... Well, furniture I have here is like 20 years old, Sam. It's not like I bought it recently. No, I know. It is 20 years old. I know. And it's a y- 20 years old. And now you mentioned it's very on the show.
0: Yeah, you've mentioned on the show before. It's like big, huge wood furniture, old fashioned style, this, massive. This is,
1: this is solid shit. Okay. Um, you know, uh, but but it here's the one thing. For example, if I want to, right now, I am at the maximum size of a screen that I can fit on this. I have two 27-inch screens. I really cannot consider a screen bigger than this. There's it, it, just no way to fit it, okay? Um. So that's that's one issue. The other thing is that because I'm here all the time, I would like to be able to stand as well and work, okay? Not just sit. Uh, and so this doesn't allow for that. Um, it, so that's another issue. Um, my wife and I work a lot in the, in this office. Um, and, um, one of the things that it, I, I need a bigger, flatter surface because right now I have two desks. They're disjointed. Uh, it's not a good contiguous space. Um, this may have been useful at the beginning that when I, <coughs> when I first did this, but not right now. This is just not the optimal workspace. Uh, I mean, it's it's decent. I mean, I, and actually, from what I've seen, it's a lot better than what a lot of people have. But look, I I, I guess that I've always been kind of used to being, let's just say, I've always had a pretty good working setup from my place that I reside, okay? Even going <laughs> back to school, I don't know if you remember, I mean, I had a, I mean... it's you know we were back in college i had a very big nice desk that was white that some idiot that we know melted a candle on it when i loaned my apartment over uh Uh over uh summer okay um you know but let's not go go digress into that um you know and i had my computer and i had a laser printer and i had all of this stuff and you know i mean i see pictures from back like 20 years ago when i first moved to miami you know, you saw my desk, and it was like, you know, uh, a 17 inch monitor back then. We're talking what the hell, uh, 1998, 97, which mm-hmm. is huge for that time. Okay, you know, and I've got all this stuff. So I've always been used to being at the cutting edge, state of the art. Right now. Oh, and by well, the way, let, folks let let have to remember
0: we folks have to remember this is long enough ago that when we say 17 inch monitor, this is not a flat screen.
1: No, this is CRT. This is a now, massive I got my CRT first flat screen. Thing. Yes, <laughs> I mean now my first flat screen. I had a flat screen, like the first one that one of the first ones that came out. You know, for home use, that was like at a reasonable, like oh, Jesus, it was, it was, the damn screen was a thousand dollars back then. It was like nineteen uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it was like probably like two thousand. Okay, you know, so I mean, I, I've had all that, like going back since when okay so i've been, i've had that but i haven't upgraded this space in a long time so i started looking into like okay <clears throat> if we're going to do something here let's try to do something that's um that's different let's, let's 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 you know let's let's you know let's make this cool damn it okay yeah so i started just you know going through all the setups and all the stuff that i could do and it just, I, 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 listen, my wife thinks that I'm losing my marbles. Like right now, uh, the, 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 setup that I am, that I have designed is way over the top. It involves basically having about, I have like three screens here right now. In the end, there would be six screens. in this uh-huh. place, Okay. All right. We're talking, you know, a, a massive stand desk. This thing is like, uh, I'm looking at 80 by 84 inches. Okay. All right. Uh, electrically adjustable, with every damn adjustment. Now, look, but I, I will say this, that right now even I'm compromising because I, look, I I, I configured uh, a solid wood disk. With mm-hmm. this. Because all of the stuff I have is solid wood. And there's something to be said about solid wood that this stuff 20 plus years later is still, I mean, in very good shape, okay? right. Uh, but look, I'll tell you that solid wood on the standing desk from it, Uplift, which is, I'm it, looking, is at. pricey. Uh, it it adds a couple of thousand dollars, okay, to it. I mean, it's really a lot. more Depends money, on the kind okay? of wood, too. And but yeah, it depends. Yeah, but it's it's several thousand, okay. <clears throat> and so when we're talking about already. Screens, configuration, installation. I have to look, I have to pay for people to take this other furniture out of here. Just that moving cost is going to be probably it's gonna cost me a thousand dollars just to move the existing furniture. Now, just out to
0: of be here. clear, you've mentioned this before. This is because again, this is a big, massive, honking solid wood piece of thing. It's not like yes, it's not like you and your wife can like pick it up and take it out.
1: No, no, no. Me and my wife could not if we wanted to. Lift this off this floor. It's that heavy. Right. Okay. There is no way. Okay. Maybe you could lift it up a little bit and move it, but there is no way to take it out of here. When this was moved in here, it took four, four brawny people to bring this damn thing in here. Right. Okay. All right? There is no way me and my wife can do this. Um and it was a super tight fit. I think we had to remove a door off the hinges to get just the right. We needed that extra room just to get it through. Right. Okay? Um, so, yeah. So, there is no godly way that we are getting this thing out of here. Okay? It's just not happening. Okay? I have to pay people to do it. I live on a second floor that's up by an, by stairs. So, you've got to <laughs> take it out of here and then go down a flight of stairs with it. Okay? So, this is not, you know, this is this is hard. Okay? So... And I'm looking at it, and, you know, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm going, I decided to go laminate, you know, if I'm going to go do it. But right now, it's just, look, I, I added everything up, okay?
0: Including and the moving and everything else.
1: Including the moving and everything and whatever, and all the monitors, that, that, because I need a couple of you know, I need about you know, I, I need about $1,200 worth of more, more screens. We're talking about $4,000 <laughs> in furniture, we're talking a thousand for the move. We're talking, I don't know, I mean, this thing is already, yeah, <laughs> it's getting up there. Yeah, that, uh, that, that's nuts. That's a lot. Uh, yes, it's a lot, but. But if you think, but but let's think about it from the other standpoint. Look, I'm here every day. I'm literally in here every motherfucking day. Okay, <laughs> um, and I was just like, you know, wouldn't it be cool? Because one of the things that I, I I am planning on putting is one of the displays to be able to use is a 65 inch, uh, you know, uh, you know 4K display. Because I'll tell you what, I don't know if you've done that and projected your computer on those great it looks awesome okay mm-hmm. so the thing about being able to be standing there working on your laptop and and a whole bunch of times i actually do stuff sometimes with my wife or going over stuff for the foundation or the stuff or whatever and being able to just show that stuff on that massive screen and you're standing there or whatever chatting or whatever doing that stuff i, 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 I me. i'm just perfect fantastic okay um,
0: you could, of course, also like, break no. this into pieces, right? Like you could get the desk and then upgrade monitors separately later.
1: That's true. I could do that. Yes, I, I could do that. But the thing is, that the listen, the biggest. But here's the thing: if I'm already breaking out four thousand dollars, literally for a desk. Okay, all right. <laughs> And then you're gonna add. I I have to pay them. So we're, we're listen. Without any of the monitors, we're already at five grand already. That's just to getting the damn desk in and getting the other one out. Fuck. Might as well go all the way. We're already almost there. Uh huh. <laughs> um. But but yeah. The reason I'm I would be doing this is because I mean I'm stuck in here, man. I think I maybe just, just you know, I'm, 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 maybe I'm just going like crazy doing this kind of stuff just because I've been stuck here too long and starting to make these grandiose plans. Um, you
0: you could save on the move part of it in terms of getting the desk out by just taking an axe to that damn thing and chopping it into little I bits. I did think
1: about that. Believe me. <laughs> believe me. That thought's gone, crossed my mind. <laughs> I mean, it would just, hack, you know, hack it into pieces. and then And then you and your wife could remove it. Yes, true. We could do that. That would be interesting.
0: If you do um, that, Yvonne, if you ever decide to do that, you must video it. Yeah, I got to videotape
1: that. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Videotape. We don't video. What tape? What, what fucking
0: tape? I didn't tape say I tape. I just said video. You
1: know, no, I did. No, no, no. I said that. I'm, I'm like, fucking, you know, casting it myself. It's like, wh- wh- why do we still use that word? We, we're oh, we're going to videotape. I, 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 everybody uses that still. Even young people, I hear it. And I'm like, what the fuck? What videotape? What tape? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I I don't know. Like, but right now because I did, okay, I will say that I added up how much I wanted and I decided at that moment I said, yeah, maybe you gotta wait on this. Yeah. Yeah. Figure. Figure. You know, There's a lot of money. So I, I'm like right now. Right now, I have some other priorities to spend money. So I'm putting that on hold. But 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 this is my. My thought, right? This now. is your dream. I will dream. say that the one thing, look, y- yes. Now, the one thing about the laminate, there is some, a very critical thing about the laminate. It's, it's not just the, the money. I did see that if I ordered a solid wood desk, it would delay the order by several months. Right. Um, I, I believe that they don't. They make them in Asia.
0: Hmm. Oh, and um, and you got the whole supply chain thing going on, which I should mention. Right. I, I, so, I said my wife got a new MacBook Pro. She did not get the one that, like, she probably would have gotten. Like, she did not get all the because options of she supply wanted. Ch- Because of supply. Like, th- she got the one that she could get, like, the next day.
1: Like, quickly. Yeah, right, she could
0: pick right, it up right. the next day. Like, the one she really wanted, like, she bought this, like, last week. The one she really wanted was sh- was shipping at the end of February. Right, a- and she's like, you know, I want this. Uh, you know, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. You need it
1: now. She's right, in the right, state right. legislature. I mean, starting, Their
0: session yeah. is January through March. She's like, if this arrives, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. You know, I need it now. I yeah. don't need it in a month and a half. No,
1: no, no. You can't wait. No, no, no. That that for that, yeah. She she's in a time crunch, like right now. So yeah. So, so basically, there, it, was, like, uh, there was but, there
0: was only one combination of options that was available in less than a week. That that was it. And basically she went to the Apple store and, and, you know, and and at first she didn't find it. And then she realized if you pick the other color, it was available, you know? And, And so like, you know, she went to the Apple store and she's like, I will pay more if you've got a better one. And they're like, no, this is all we got. We got a few boxes of this. This is all we got.
1: No, man. Well, so, so yeah. So going into solid wood versus laminate, it's not just the cost. It's also that it, it extends a uh, delivery time from whenever I would decide to do this by several months. Uh, I will say that, uh, I still, um, you know, like, yeah, I, 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 I still in my head going laminate. Uh, it, actually, that part made me pause as well. Because there is a durability, reality, between solid wood and laminate. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right? It just is. Um, I mean, you could spill water on these damn solid wood desks and whatever. Wood, whatever, dry off or whatever. Even solid wood, you know, like I have a solid wood floor. It got flooded. Nothing happened to it. You get a laminate floor and it gets, you know, you got to flood. I mean, forget it. You got to rip it out and you got to toss See, it.
0: See, my, my philosophy stuff. for almost everything is... In maximum five years, I'm going to want something new anyway. So as long as it can make it a few years, I'm good. Like, I don't want something. But
1: that's, but that's me. I this, Like I said, this desk is literally right now. Yeah. Literally 22 years old.
0: Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm like, there is no way in hell I would want a desk that would last 22 years. Because 22 years from now, I'm not going to want the same thing as I want today.
1: And I gotta say, I, I, I must I must say that this desk still remains quite functional at twenty-two years old. And I at twenty-two years old. And I think that for somebody that isn't um as how do I say a pain in the ass as much as I am, probably uh-huh. they would say this desk is fantastic. Gotcha. And actually this is a good desk, okay? And, and, I, and actually, this whole thing isn't about it. This thing is about getting something better but also I will say there is a second important thing my wife has been talking about that she's been working on her laptop all the time and the 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 desk that I use is pretty ergonomic but she is sitting in something that is not as ergonomic okay when she's working it just it just isn't um and, and she wanted a a display as well an external one and I wanted to be able to give her that option Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Because the dock that I was going to put in for the laptops, it would it would work perfectly with uh you know she could just plug in her own MacBook Air and you know use the multi screen display and everything whatever would work perfectly with hers. Right. Uh, because I was also getting one of these other world computing docks, which is something you could consider if you're going to get a if you want to consider getting a laptop. They have these really cool uh. Docs for multi screens and whatever which add on which is that's what i was looking at which is really cool that just adds all of this stuff so basically you know that 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 laptop is a desktop basically right there Mm -hmm. and you know right now the latest generation of of mac laptops i mean damn i mean they're talking about the 16 inch m1s that are just ridiculously powerful more powerful than literally anything that exists like right now at this point yeah um so anyway, so so that's that's us ranting about yeah. stupid shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, Good four, lord.
0: Forty some <sighs> minutes of that later. Uh let's let, uh, shall we take a break and move on? To-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go move on to yeah, let's move on to more relevant.
0: Okay. For anybody who is still left, uh we'll take a quick break.
1: Yes, exactly. We did we you guys didn't like just, just say, Oh fuck these people. Jeez. <laughs>
0: Uh, and look, we've had complaints when we've left out this but first segment that people miss that and like it when we talk about this kind of stuff. So, yeah. So there you go. We, we just ranted about our computers and our desks for 40 minutes. Uh, we will be back after this with what did we say was next pandemic. We'll be back with pandemic right after this. Okay, we are back, um, and uh, it's time for Pandemic, and I usually start with all the stats and stuff, but because my computer has been out of commission, I haven't updated my little spreadsheet on that, although I have noticed... The worldwide deaths number has started to creep back up again uh, between some combination of the holidays are over and Omicron stuff. Uh, but it's only creeping back up, unlike cases, which has skyrocketed worldwide. Uh, deaths A is, lot of
1: cases are insane. The I cases mean, are geez,
0: insane. I,
1: um, and, and, you know, I mean, yeah. And my. And, my bro- OK, so my, right now, my two brothers have got. OK. Uh, My brother in Texas got it, like, right around Christmas, and now my brother here got it as well.
0: Okay. Yeah, ca- cases are crazy worldwide, although there's, you know, in some areas that got it sooner, it looks like maybe it's peaked and is going back down. Um, in the U.S., hospitalizations is now going up fairly rapidly as well. Deaths is still, is creeping up, but isn't, like, going nuts yet. And cross your fingers, hopefully won't. But even even if cases are decoupled from deaths, hospitalizations is harder to decouple from deaths. By the time you're in the hospital, you've got some serious stuff going on. Although people have pointed out the percentage of people who are hospitalized for something else and test positive for COVID is higher than it was in previous waves. There's still a significant chunk that are in there for COVID, but the num the numbers are all mixed up, and they're not separated in an easy way, and yeah, so it, it's it's harder to tell than it was in previous waves.
1: It's just, it's just so many. I mean, I, 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 I've just this is like beyond any wave that we've had before. Uh, I, I mean, it it just totally is, um. I mean the number of people that I've heard have gotten infected but just look at the numbers. Maybe, but you you look at the numbers and you, you look at the raw data uh and just I mean I don't know if you've had the same effect but coworkers, people it's just everybody. I mean it's just everybody's just infected. I mean, you know, it's just crazy. It's just well, and, really and, crazy.
0: And luckily it the The percentage of people who are getting severely sick or dying does seem to be smaller, but the 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 denominator the number of people infected is so much larger it's high. that it's still overwhelming hospitals and you know and and deaths will inevitably increase some as well uh and it, it's an open question how much.
1: Yeah, deaths are definitely creeping up, like right now. There's no, no, there's no doubt about that. But it's like, if you look at, uh, since you, you didn't, you, you, you underprepared you, uh, guy, uh, you know, like we're looking at the 14 day change of new cases was up 159%, but deaths are up 51%. Now that is obviously rising, but still the, it, it is lagging. Is that significantly. U.S. significantly? Uh, yes, that is U.S. Yes. Okay. Um, so it, it definitely is like current number of deaths is not anywhere near any of the peaks like right now uh, yet. It's still about, I'd say, like about a third below uh, the the latest peak that we had, which I think was like the last December. Uh, but but cases are just <laughs> I mean, we're talking about uh, daily average of like at the peak about 250,000 cases last January and we are right now at uh God uh eight hundred thousand right
0: now and, and I'll I'll tell you 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 mentioned various relatives with it I I, I have not had that yet however you know he, he, here's here's the things going on on our side um, last Thursday Alex started saying he wasn't feeling great now he didn't have any oh, obvious he didn't have any obvious symptoms he didn't have you know n- no cough uh, no significant fever he popped like. Slightly over 99 a couple times, but nothing like you would actually worry about or anything. Um, and it, you know, went went right down, right back down afterwards. Um, and, and but he was like complaining and like, you know, we, we were like, yeah, OK, you just haven't had enough sleep or something because none of us have had enough sleep lately. You know, so he went to school last Friday. He went to school on Monday. But uh, uh, for Tuesday, we, we finally, he's like, he's still saying he's not feeling good. He's yelling at us for like, not believing that he feels sick. And, and he popped a slight fever. He got up to like 99.4. So we kept him home on Tuesday. Tuesday night, we got a notice from the school that he'd had a close contact. Okay, Okay. But now we're not, you know, you can't find a rapid test anywhere. You, you don't know. have any. No, we, we used our last ones up a couple weeks ago. We we had okay. we had a stock, but we've used them up. Uh,
1: okay. Be, um, and, you know... I mean, believe me, I only got some recently, and it was by luck. I, I went and I, I, I surfed the Walgreens website, yep. and they had them in stock, and they shipped yeah. them immediately. And I was yeah. like, and then afterwards, they were out of stock again. Never again.
0: Yeah. My, my, my wife's been checking regularly for, like, drug stores in the area to see when, if something comes in stock and blah, blah, blah. But, like, whenever somebody gets it, it's like gone right away right uh so unless you're like ready to hop into that car in unless you're ready to hop into the car that instant and grab it or like you did online you know you're going to miss it because it'll be out again uh but you know there are no rapid tests available and you know to your experience with the pcr tests you know yeah they also there's a wait to get them and then a wait to get a result and blah 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 right and uh so and we're like you know if you list his symptoms, first of all, they weren't very, weren't significant symptoms. And, right. um, there weren't any of sort of the classic COVID symptoms, even the classic Omicron symptoms, which are a little bit different. Um, but you know now he had uh, a close contact, so it's like okay, well, what do we do about that? And this the school guidance, you know, was complicated. There are all kinds of ifs, blah blah blah. The the point in the end, though, and they actually just sent out like a couple hours before we're recording this a change uh, to them um, that uh, uh, you know is if he's fully vaccinated, as long as there are no symptoms, send him back to school. Okay. Okay. Um, but you know, like today, I I, I kept him out anyway. I'm, I'm like, you know, because I called up this morning. I called up the school, and was like, "Okay, here's the deal." He had some very mild symptoms. Uh, well, I didn't say this to them. I didn't say that all to them, but I'm calling them because he did have a few mild symptoms a few days ago. Um, uh, but what do we do? Uh, you know, the, you, you, how do we give you the proof of vaccination? Can I just email them to you? And they're like, "Fine." But when I'm talking to the lady from the school, she's like. Yeah, it's getting pretty bad here. Like, they're close contacts everywhere.
1: And, like, the right, the, 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 um, listen, I'm getting, I'm getting notifications every day. And it it used to be, hey, we had one person. Now it's like, oh, we had a ton of people, you know, we had persons every day. And, well, and the, the school,
0: the, the the school system's website only updates their COVID numbers once a week. And I'm suspecting next week is going to be a big spike. Uh, cuz it, yeah. it wasn't that bad last week but from talking to the lady at the school uh I you know I was like you know he was still like a little off like yesterday like no specific symptoms but like you know how when a kid is not feeling that great they're they're a little bit yeah, quieter yeah, yeah. they're a little bit clingier you know they're you know they're just not acting quite oh, yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and so there was no obvious symptoms but he was doing that sort of acting a little bit mellow like he's not feeling great so i'm like okay i'll give him another day and now frankly after talking to the lady i'm like you know do i really want to send him into like just a maelstrom of omicron you know if they're in the middle of a spike anyway does it really hurt to wait a few days before i let him back we're about to go into a three day weekend and I'm thinking right now, maybe I'll let him off. You know, Just you wait know, a couple of days. Wait a couple of days. We'll assess where things are Tuesday. Hell, they may even close the school before then, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, depending what's going on. But uh, So we kept them home. And meanwhile, like, you know, I've also been feeling sort of blah, you know? And, like, this could be nothing. It, it might not well, be COVID. I, listen,
1: I, don't, I, I think you, you've heard me, but i am also been fe- look, Manu yeah, uh, was you, feeling you've, blah. You sounded congested. And yeah, and, and, uh, you know, and I've been congested the last couple of days. I did, I did have a rapid, t- I did, I did do a test at home because my brother, you know, had come out, it came out negative. I'd waited five days, you know, since I had seen him and, you know, it came back negative. Uh, uh, Wana, Wana did it just in case as well. And she came back negative. And the one thing is that Manu, look, Manu had a cold. Yeah. Uh, And it was a cold. It was not COVID. And it was a, and it was, and you know, we went to the doctor and he just had a cold. And there's one thing that I was reading recently is that our resistance to the cold virus has been uh, diminished by the pandemic because we're just not as exposed to it as we used to be. And the cold virus is out there and it's always mutating. And that's one reason why there's no vaccine for it because that fucker mutates like crazy and spreads like crazy. But at the same time, it's just not as you know. It's not as uh, lethal, okay? Right? You know, and so, uh, but but we've just not been as exposed to it on a regular basis, and and so now when we're getting a cold, it's just we're you know we're exposed to it. We're picking it up in two seconds, right? If there's one going around, so
0: yeah, and um, so like, a,
1: like I said, I, I'm
0: sort of feeling blah, and I can't point to any specific symptoms. I'm just sort of. Low energy and occasional headache. But again, what's blah, the blah,
1: point blah, blah. of us clogging the damn healthcare system? Exactly. You've got like I'm not that are really ha- ill.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to uh, like
1: you know go do anything. Right. You don't about have this a particular- fever. You don't have you know whatever. So now,
0: <sighs> if if I had a rapid test, I would probably take one just to be sure.
1: Like right, I did a rapid test because you know I had uh, you know we had we had the rapid test, so we did it just to make sure, and you know we came back negative, so we're like well, okay. So, but
0: anyway, you know, yeah, so so the point is all co- you know, COVID is going around like crazy cuz Omicron spreads like nothing. And I will just say we are damn lucky that Omicron Omicron is more mild. If it wasn't, we'd be fucked. I mean, look.
1: It, it, it but but this goes with uh it it, it if omicron here's the one thing if omicron was that as 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 sickening as lethal, then you wouldn't have what's going on in in a certain sense because one of the things that happens right now with omicron is because it is not as in some people it's they don't they don't even know they have it, okay right. that's how it so easily spreads in part. Okay, And, and also, you it, it, it seems you to, it, it seems it to keep...
0: accumulate more in the nose area and less in the lungs, right. which both right. makes it spread more easily and makes it less harmful. And I want to be careful about less harmful. There's still lots of people dying from it. It's not like it's
1: you But know, this is all nothing. relative, okay? Yeah. You know what we're talking about. We're not talking that, you know, yeah. It's, it's all relative. Um, but but, but yeah. look, it, 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 so, I mean, so we are where we are right now. Look, we, we're, we're in a situation right now with, like, as Europe said, Europe estimates that at the rate this thing is going, that 50% of the people in the EU will have this over the next, by the next four, eight, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. 50%. I mean, you know, that's 150 million people. I mean, that's nuts.
0: Well, and, and, um, and that, that leads to sort of the, you know, On Archimudgeons Corner Slack and and basically everywhere you can tune to that has people like talking about this stuff, you know, the there's so much confusion at this point about well, what the fuck do you do? How do you react to this? And and this, you know, I I I I, on Archimudgeons Corner Slack, Yvonne has complained about some of the people who have been sort of second-guessing decisions that were made six, nine months ago or whatever. But put all that aside put all of that aside for now. Right now, with where we are, what is the right advice to give people? And I think I mentioned this on the show a couple weeks ago. In previous waves, it seemed like if you listen to the experts, you got a fairly consistent, you know, do X, Y, and Z. That's the right stuff to do right now. With this Omicron wave, I feel like, you know, even the experts are like, I don't fucking know. You know, and or you listen to this one and they say this and this one that they say that and does not like a really well formed consensus of the right way to react. To every, I mean, everybody will continue to say because it's true, obviously, you know, you know. Vaccinate, boost, get as much of that kind of stuff as you can. Social distance whenever you can get away with it. Uh, wear masks and upgrade the masks. Be wearing KN95s or N95s at this point. Fuck the, you know, cloth masks and e- even the, uh, e- even the surgical masks. Go for, go for the higher grade masks as much as you can. Uh, and that advice has remained constant basically from the beginning, except for that brief period in the summer where the administration was like, if, if you're, if you're already vaccinated, go buck wild. Uh, but that lasted like three weeks, you know, aside from that, the, the rest of that advice has remained constant for a long time. But, but, you know, part of the problem is first. Because of the continued politicization, you know, there there's the, the huge number of people who are like, I'm not taking your damn vaccine. I certainly don't need a booster. Uh, there are people who don't want to wear the masks, who are all about going back to normal. Uh, but so even when you – and even the people who've tried to be good the whole damn time are so tired of it at this point that they're sort of throwing up their hands and saying, well, you know – Fifty percent are gonna get it, so why even fucking bother trying anything?
1: Well, I, I think that's the thing is it's which of course anything. speeds it up I mean, even more. <laughs> I, I I yeah. I I I just think that um I I really find that attitude just very puzzling. I, I mean I get that um you know well, it's uh there are certain things that will keep you at least to reduce your risk. Right. And I think the main key right now, since it's not, we're not, we're talking about reducing your risk of getting severely ill or, or dying. Right. And, uh, you know, some people are complaining about, well, the vaccines are not a panacea. And I'm like, look, let me tell you something for anything else in 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 the world right now that i tell you hey do this and you reduce your chance of dying by 90 plus percent are you not going to fucking tell me that's not a panacea
0: well no it, it it's for I, that? And, and i'll i'll disagree with you on this it, it it's not no uh it's very very no, 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 good no, for anything no, I want to be clear. Well, it, maybe
1: it's it, not a, maybe it's not a panacea because a panacea is almost like an ideal. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's okay. the whole, but that's it, but all, it, but, but, wait, wait, let me so just say this.
0: The, the whole point of that, that part of what that person said, um, and I, I forget the reference apologies. Maybe I'll add it back in when I edit. Do, 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 uh, the article that Yvonne was reacting to was by Justin Feldman, published on Medium uh, on January 5th. It was titled, A Year In, How Has Biden Done on Pandemic Response? Uh, it's a fairly long article. It's a 26-minute read, uh, basically going over things that the author believes that Biden did wrong or right uh, in the pandemic response over uh, you know, since he became president. And specifically what Yvonne was reacting to is a section of that uh, where Feldman talks about how he thinks one of the critical mistakes that the Biden administration made was basically putting all their eggs in the vaccination basket and saying the strategy is going to be get as many people vaccinated as possible and once we're engaged in that we're going to Reduce the emphasis on all of the non-pharmaceutical interventions, uh, such as masking, such as social distancing, such as, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, And not to mention non-vaccination pharmaceuticals, you know, treatments and stuff. Basically, his criticism is that the Biden administration went all in on vaccines to the exclusion of other things. Importantly, he is not an anti-vaxxer. He talks very much about how the vaccines are incredibly effective and very good and necessary, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, his, his point is that they're not enough. You need the vaccinations plus everything else. Um, and, uh, and, and part of that, he said that, uh, uh, he used the panacea word that the Biden administration administration was treating it as a panacea. And that's what Yvonne was reacting to. Uh, he had a fairly negative reaction to this entire article, spent some time on the curmudgeon's corner slack, uh, basically ranting about it. Um, I thought it was a fairly well-balanced article actually, and produced, you know, gave a number of things that the Biden administration did right and some that they did wrong and a lot of missed opportunities. Uh, But, you know, a lot of, a lot of this is sort of, you know, hindsight, right? Although he points out that a number of experts were saying, you know, not to do certain things that the Biden administration did, did do, or to specifically uh, engage in certain areas where they chose not to, et cetera. Anyway, enough back to, do do do, but the his point was that what he thought was a mistake that was made over the summer and by the Biden administration in general is basically to throw all their eggs into the vaccination bucket. and while vaccination is really great protection on an individual basis, Like you said, it's a 90% reduction. It's really fucking good. You absolutely should get vaccinated. This is not an anti-vaxxer. He's just someone who says, look, if you really want to control the spread, you know, especially because there are all of these people who won't get vaccinated, you need, yes, you need the vaccination. That's an absolute key part of everything. But... You shouldn't be letting up on the other things. You shouldn't be letting up on masks. Here, you shouldn't be the letting up on distancing. This like is,
1: that. is our country, did I miss a meeting, okay? Is this country a, a you know, this country is still a federal republic, right? <laughs> <laughs> or did I miss a fucking meeting?
0: Well, th- th- this is the whole thing about, like, the, the political... There are
1: severe limitations on what the fuck a president can do no no in and, a federal and, and, and we'll fucking talk, republic. we'll, we'll talk to about put the, in measures we'll, we'll no, talk no 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 ab- because that's his damn thing well the federal government should have just imposed all these mandates let me tell you something let me ask you a question the fucking governor of Alabama going to give a shit. Wait. Is the fucking governor of Alabama going to do anything that the no, federal no, government no, says no, no, regarding no, the virus? No, here, anything. No, 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 anything. No, wait, wait. Wait, I've wait, wait. The, uh, no, no, no. But this no, is important. No, it's not no, just no, about no, mandates. No, I've got It's about, no, just, no, about no. just with the advice that's given. It's like, but forget about mandates for a second. Because no, 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 no. It's not about that. What he said is the federal government should not have put the alder eggs in the vaccination basket. And what he doesn't understand is, look. If the fucking states will not follow any of the safeguards that you put in, hey, use mass as school. The Florida governor outlawed. Yeah, I know. Outlawed. I know. Okay, so don't give me this shit about the federal government can say the math when I've got governors of Florida and Texas outlawing I know. school districts. But at least you, know, you could have so a clear and, and wait, message wait, wait. from the how, feds how on much the, the right population thing to do. Of the, Wait, no, 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 no. How much of the population of the U.S. is that? How much? Florida and Texas. Uh, How how much is it? I don't know off the top of my head. 30%? About 20%. Okay. You got two motherfucking states that the governor of two of the biggest states in the nation basically say, fuck you. And oh, by the way, double fuck you, because we're not going to allow anybody to put any protections for anybody. Right. So what that leaves the federal government to be able to do is very limited.
0: Yeah, okay. no, that's absolutely true, and this comes to the politicization and everything else. The federal and and, and we can talk about the Supreme Court case as well, like when the
1: yeah, uh, yeah well, I'll add that to that. Uh, you know,
0: yeah, I, I mean the you know, Biden administration was trying to put in mandates on the employer level for everybody to couldn't even em- do that and couldn't do it. So, but the you know, so there there is still a thing of like you know, at least be consistent on messaging of what you could do. But I think what... Well, the- no, but that's
1: the big problem. But that's the big, b- bigger problem. The problem is not messaging. It's not the science, okay, in a, a, a lot of cases. Because there is there is the science, okay, and there is the application of that science in order to create policy to what you think will have the most effect, okay? And one of the things like the CDC director in an interview today... well. You know, so when you've got, but you've got a whole bunch of things that are going on. First, you've got a virus that is that that the all the variables around it are changing have yes. changed. Re- repeatedly the, the situation over six now
0: months. is completely different than even a month ago, let alone two exactly. or three months ago. It, and, and and policy got the making policy has lag.
1: To, and, and and there there is a lag because and there is a bi- and it's and, a big lag unfortunately because people think that the federal government could just go and all of a sudden oh the virus changed today oh let's change everything right now well here's the problem they've made a couple of changes over the last six months and left everybody confused imagine if they changed m- tried to make changes faster okay all right on a regular basis based on new information that we know because you knew last month last month it changed to today. Right. And, but, but the problem is that the federal government can't even do that because you make a decision like last summer. Okay. To say, Hey, we're going to invest in vaccines because this is the way to do right now. You, re- you realize, holy shit, this virus moves that, that fast. We need, we need more rapid tests. Well, shit, we were throwing rapid tests in the garbage in August because nobody wanted them or thought they needed them. Right. Okay. And, and so all of a sudden you go and you realize, say in November, well, Hey, we want a billion tests, which is what we're saying right now. There, there's no way to get a billion. Listen, there's no way to change direction that quickly, unfortunately. I wish there was, mm-hmm. but there isn't. And, and then and then to get the entire policy-making group between the scientists that tell you what the science is, that you got to translate it to policy, that then you got to communicate effectively. Okay, right? Right. Man, well, you know what you you've been in meetings at your company to go and decide to do something. How long does it take to really go, decide something complex and, and 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 agree on the document and then issue it?
0: Yeah, that that can take a while. Now, one of the things that e- I have mis- the-
1: e- e- yeah, yeah yeah one, one now, of the but one the messaging things- has been a mess.
0: Yes, the messaging. One the- of, one of the things I wish they had done, and I've said this on the show like going back like a year and a half plus, is I wish from the very beginning the communication just built in the expectation of change. Like, the, you know, and just said, hey, well, every yeah. month we are going to issue a bulletin on what the guidance is for this month because we know it's going to change. We know it's going to be different every month. So just expect it the first Monday of every month. We're going to issue a new bulletin and everything will change. Now, that
1: would make sense because that that at least gave the people expectation. Hey, they're waiting for information. We're going to get that. And because the the situation has been changing over the last two years. Yeah. And us clear. It's not just now. But it's it, it, changed since the beginning of the pandemic.
0: And I okay? think, you know, and we've talked about before, like, and yes, this is 100% messaging. But, you know, there's so many people out there who are like, CDC is saying something different now than they said six months ago. Therefore, they have no idea what the fuck they're saying. And there's no point in uh. listening to them.
1: But, but, and, but, but, but that's a problem. Like it will, and I, and I think that, that, that is a, that, that is one hell of a way to address it. I, I think, you know what you're reminding me of? Um, I think it was Microsoft that for a while, when they had issues with like viruses, they were issuing patches with no schedule willy nilly at, 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 like crazy. Okay. Mm. And people didn't know. And then one patch came on top of the other patch. You didn't know when hell it was patches coming, et cetera, whatever. And people were like, because, All of a sudden, Microsoft systems were being attacked by everywhere. And then they went to, like, Update
0: Tuesday or whatever the fuck it was.
1: Yes, yes. And I I think that, you know, look, it's okay, we're talking about virtual virus versus a a real virus out there. But, you know, the reality is that that made people have an expectation of when they're going to get certain things and on what schedule instead of getting – Stuff on such an ad hoc basis, and I right. and I and I do think that that's a big mistake that they've done. That they haven't set a regular cadence. Okay, great. This is the uh, guidance right now, and we're going to update guidance say in thirty days, unless there is an emergency thing, which we could do an interim right. update on on day fifteen. Okay, right, if right. if the situation uh, necessitates it. But also, I will the, the other person that's failing at this that is not grabbing the bully pulpit by the horns. To do this. And somebody said that Biden is acting still like a senator and not a president. Mm. And you know what? The other day I thought about it first and I thought maybe insulting him. And I said, you know what? They're right. Okay? Because if I were, I realized that if I were president, I want to take the Bali pulpit. You know what I would have done? I would have done f- the for Bali now. pulpit? Almost one f- the whatever. The fucking <laughs> whatever. There you go. Okay, got it. Yeah, got exactly. It. Okay, exactly. Uh I would go. I would have already been on primetime a couple of times talking to people about what we're doing. And he hasn't been on primetime. He's done addresses. But look, the way to get everybody's attention. Fuck, I'm going on primetime 9 o'clock tonight. And we're going to give you an update on what the fuck is going on. And you do that at least once a month. And you get everybody in front of their fucking TV to go look at what the hell we're doing.
0: Well, some of the commentary on this, um, and I believe that has even been included some people from the administration as sources, is basically just like the Trump administration in the early days wanted to put this behind them, so did the Biden administration. They wanted to be able to say last July that we're done with this and move on with the rest of his agenda. You know? And so, like, they didn't want to set things up in such a way that... Everything Biden talked about was the damn pandemic. They wanted to talk about, you know, his economic but plan listen, and build back but, better but, but and voting rights but, but, and all but, this but, stuff.
1: But, but listen, it wasn't just Biden. We all yeah, I know. did. Well, yeah. It wasn't just Biden. Hell, we stopped talking about the pandemic for weeks on end on the, this freaking show.
0: We only missed a week. We, we missed a week here or there, but almost every week. It's we, we
1: started. You, we started barely speaking about it. OK. Well, these are the numbers that happened, whatever. OK, let's move on. Well, especially
0: in – there was a certain zone where, you know, right before Delta came that that was the – what was going on. And that, that was – But
1: even after Delta came uh, as well, because Delta ebbed like pretty quickly as well, like near September and October. Hell, in October we couldn't give a flying fuck about this. I don't know. but we I mean, people were – we, we, certainly, we, we
0: certainly went from having an entire segment on the pandemic on every single fucking show to maybe every other show, but we still talked about it regularly.
1: But yes, no, we we talked about it, but but it wasn't we we uh, anyway. Go ahead, I get your point. It it it, it wasn't as critical. It, it just wasn't, and so I I think that the, the the administration and Biden themselves. Yes, I get that they wanted to put it be behind them, but now the situation's changed. You had to take the bully pulpit and you have to, you know, go out there and talk not just about this, but it's to take the bully pulpit about everything in general, about the economy, about inflation, about this stuff is to go and grab what I know that hell, even for me is not the natural thing to do is to go and like, want to put the attention on him about it and talk about it and control all the airwaves about it, but Honestly, it's the only way to cut through a lot of this shit, okay? Right. Of misinformation, of having the fucking Joe Rogans in the world get into fucking arguing about science with other guys. And fucking Joe Rogan talks, you know, is listened to by 10 million people a week or whatever, many fucking people. This is not the guy that should be fucking, like, you know, preaching to people about what the fuck (laughs) is going on. Because Uh it's a clueless fuck. Right. You need to seize the tools that the presidency gives you and those include you know what you can command the airwaves i mean you can okay okay mm-hmm. you you if you say you're gonna give a fucking prime time address on the on the pandemic and we're gonna we're gonna explain to you what the fuck the plan is right now how we're gonna do it we're gonna do that if you want to take an address to talk about right now about inflation about what the fuck is going on with the economy and how we're expecting to fix it you know, and hell, the economy is the doing really well, but about the, the things that are concerning people, you take that damn pulpit and you fucking use it and you communicate and you cut through the crap instead of, you know, using what he's using, which is far less effective and it's just being drowned out by a lot of noise.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I, and And, you know, people have talked very much. You know, we're talking messaging from the CDC being confusing. I think you're right. Messaging from the um, Biden administration in general has been subpar. Uh, And what what you're talking about is a lot of it. But, you know, it's not just that. I mean, people have talked over and over again. Like, look at the successes the administration did have at the beginning. You know, they've got the. Yes. You know, they they, they passed that uh, uh, COVID relief bill right off the yeah. bat when's the last fucking time you've heard about anything coming out of that they passed infra- they've they've passed
1: infrastructure a few weeks ago and it's disappeared no one's talked did biden do a prime time address on the infrastructure bill and what it what it did to people i don't think so right i, no. I don't think so has biden done a prime time address I, I think he has but i
0: i yeah but i don't remember on what and that's part of the problem right right <laughs> you know uh but yeah, like, there there are a number of things that the Biden administration has, you know, every once in a while I see these things on Twitter where people list, like, all the things the Biden administration has gotten done. And, like, they're all like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. But, like, none of them have stuck in the public perception of what's going on.
1: You, you know when of- the last primetime address that he really did? What it was... was, it? was- April – what was April? April 21th was a joint session of Congress, which was not the State of the Union. Right, right, right. Okay, That's it. Okay. And we'll have a regular State of the Union
0: coming up soon, I presume. But yeah, the, the – but yeah, like, you know, the – what you hear about is – What's going on this week? We're going to have a segment in just a minute on on the legislative stuff and what is undoubtedly going to be a failure on the voter rights stuff. And we heard about right. that and we, are here, we talked about how BBB well, is like we, having issues. By the way, and,
1: but we expect – yeah, but we expected that. No, everybody
0: I mean, expects that. But the point is that's what's going to – like if you hear news about the Biden administration right now, that's what you're hearing is about
1: how – Yeah, I'm, I know. That's what you're hearing. You know like you're a, hearing you know, about yeah. the
0: failures that are happening right now and of course if he's going to fail on it you are going to hear about that. I'm not saying you bury that news, but the point is they have done a piss poor job at messaging at messaging the things where they've actually succeeded. Nobody remembers those things. Nobody.
1: N- yep, nobody. Nobody. Nope.
0: Okay. We have drifted away from pandemic. Uh, let's take a break
1: and, uh, well, no, because look, messaging from this administration yes, in general, let's be clear on what the hell's going on, on the pandemic and whatever is crucial to making sure that a lot of confusion that we've been talking about in terms of messaging, uh, on what the guidance is, is, you know, is, is changes. I mean, so people feel more confident about the information that they're getting, Um, And
0: and, and also, just back to messaging on the pandemic, I'll I'll mention one thing I mentioned months and months ago that I I continue to be dumbfounded by why it's not... a bigger part of what people are pushing is the ventilation thing. It's like vaccines are are politicized masks are politicized so far, nobody's politicized fucking ventilation like so could you be out there and like with messaging of like open the fucking window when you can put in a fan here maybe instead of funding to send everybody a mask, send some people some some hePA filters by we the way get-
1: i did I, I I did see that the palm Beach school district did go upgrade and, their ventilation like, did, yes and oh, oh, the hepa and, filters they and, put in and, and, hepa and filters one and all thing
0: I, one thing i'll mention classrooms about, like, and part of the funding for schools that came out in the previous relief bills both in the trump administration and in the biden administration you know this was given to schools all over the place and one of the things they can use it for is upgrading ventilation some schools have but most have not yep. Most
1: have not. But, but but you see, but that's something where you could use the bully pulpit again to yeah. push for it, this kind of stuff, and, and you can to get, even say hey, the, the money is already been allocated. To use the money,
0: y- right? You- yeah, use the money we gave you already. Upgrade the ventilation in your schools. Add some freaking fans. Uh, add right. some filters. You know, all this kind of stuff. You know, and, and, and for businesses as well, like, you know, hey, uh, assess how many air changes you have per hour or per day or whatever the right measurement is. And if it's low, pump that sucker up. And here's some money to help with that. You know, that, and, and if you pivot some of the messaging to something that does look like it has a a huge impact on how this thing spreads but is not already politicized maybe you could get some traction that you can't when you tell people to wear a fucking mask because half of them will never wear the mask because they don't want to do what the man tells them to
1: and look let's be clear about this we're talking about measures like ventilation masks, distancing Working from home, you know, avoiding, et cetera, and you know what effects they had. I, I went and I pointed out to uh, the the uh, in, in our Slack. I I had uh, I was looking through um, counties and you know what the what the death rates are of different places, right? So mm-hmm. here's the one thing, right? You've got communities that don't, you know, looking at country, even at state level. It's, it's very interesting to look more at the micro level because states are so diverse. Okay. And you have so many people doing different things in even a state. Right. But I was like, I, I had been looking at some data and a, a, a place that, uh, that was, that stuck out at me was the death rate at Santa Clara County. Okay. Which is where Silicon Valley is. Okay. And one of the things okay. about Santa Clara, uh, is versus other places say in, in the United States is that look, tech industry, right? Can we all work remotely? Sure. You know, y- y- you know, all of these things. People are are they more, you know, more likely to vaccinate it? Oh, very high rates. Uh, you know, are they more likely to follow the rules like mass and whatever to be live in science? Sure. And the death rate in Santa Clara County during the entire pandemic, okay, is insanely low. It's like point one zero. Okay. Right. It's it's bonkers, okay? But It's like one of those things that it's like, okay, then you look at that, and then you look at all these other fucking red Trump counties that are just fucking like murderizing people left and right, and you realize, you know what? Uh, You know, uh, these people are just fucking just killing people just for the hell of it, just because they don't want to listen. I mean, you know, we've got counties in the US, for example, Ford, Illinois, okay? I'm sure it is rural Illinois. 54% vaccination rate. You know what the death rate per 100,000 has been since the start of the pandemic? Now what? 3.31 versus .10. And this is the kind of shit that I'm just, you know, why the fuck?
0: This, This ties to something I've said a long time ago, which is, you know, whenever anybody's trying to measure... You know, what are the effect of various government policies? You know, the po- the policy isn't what matters. What matters is what the people actually do. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and th- this yes. ties to what you say. If you're in an area where people pay attention and actually right. follow the guidance, you've got some pretty damn good yep. results. If you're in an area yes. where people are like, oh, I don't care what they say. Or, or, or worse. The pandemic. worse, in some of these cases, it's not I don't care what they say. It's I'm going to do the opposite because I don't want to be opposite. told what to do.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's that's the world what we live in right now.
0: OK, can we move on?
1: <sighs> yeah, we can. Move OK,
0: on. Uh, let's take a break. We will be back and we will talk about, uh, uh, you know, what we were just talking about. Biden's sort of legislative. Morass. Right now, in terms of what's going on there. Back after this, AfricaFocus.org features high quality analysis and progressive advocacy on African issues with a particular attention to priority issues affecting the entire continent. The heart of the website is the Africa Focus Bulletin. Other features include regularly updated Africa related news feeds and a set of country pages with extensive background and links on each African country. If you follow African issues or are even curious, visit AfricaFocus.org today. Okay, here we go. We are back. Uh, so, you know, first of all, you know, as mentioned, there were a bunch of Biden successes. He got infrastructure done. He got that initial COVID relief bill done. Uh, there have been some other things he's done. So those are out there, and we shouldn't ignore them, but we're about to. Um, so the the current thing that is this week um, is that because BBB sort of flamed out uh, and at, le- at least – for a pause. They're going to talk about it again later, but they, they wanted to push the sort of uh, the voter rights stuff and really put a, a big effort on it right now. And I think part, part of this was exactly that BBB wasn't going anywhere. It was clear that they, they were not at a deal for that yet. And meanwhile, there was an increasingly loud, there was an increasingly loud part of the Democratic base who was yelling and screaming about how important voter rights stuff was and how we needed to defend democracy and all of this kind of stuff. And how can you not be putting this as the number one priority? And I think it's actually pretty clear why it was the num why it was not the number one priority is because they knew from the beginning they didn't have the fucking votes.
1: Um, right. But. You know, well, we knew we did. I mean, I mean, we. I think we've we've said this on the show many times. Yes, yes, we, thought yes, this we was have. dead. That there's no way to fucking get the damn votes,
0: right? And and, and just to be clear, it looks like they have fifty votes for the bill itself, but they don't have the fifty votes to kill the filibuster, so they can actually vote for the bill. <laughs> you know, Correct. Uh, or or put some sort of change around the filibuster to carve out whatever and you know and so they've decided to push it now and but there's still no signs whatsoever in fact you know both mansion and cinema came out with statements in the last 24 hours before we're recording uh doubling down on the no we're not going to fuck with the filibuster you know, and w- and within the last week, there were other senators. They were talking to Mark Kelly. He has reservations as well on the filibuster. And there, from all reports, there are more senators who don't really want to mess with the filibuster. It's not just Mansion and Cinema. They're the sh- just the ones who've gotten the attention because they're willing to talk about it the most. And so they, you know, there are other people who've sort of kept quiet because as long as Mansion and Cinema are out there, they don't have to be put on the spot. Um, right. So you know, there's been a lot of questions of, okay, then why, why are you doing this if you know you're going to lose? And, and, you know, to one extent they're saying, well, we're still trying to convince them, you know, even a, a couple hours before we started recording, um, Biden had mansion and cinema to the White House again to try. He met with them for a little bit more than an hour to try to convince them again. I didn't see any word before we started that, Anybody changed their mind because of that or anything, but he's still trying. And so I, I think the only answer that I have seen that is convincing to me is that after pushing like before the narrative was that this isn't happening because Biden isn't pushing hard enough and he hasn't prioritized it. I think this whole exercise is so that Biden can say, look, I fucking tried. You know I did everything I could if this doesn't work out, don't blame me
1: well and I mean, I think that is important um for him to be able to show that because i i, I really find it that uh <clears throat> he's gotten a lot of uh flack for supposedly uh not trying yeah hard enough on this stuff and and theoretically and there's been a lot I, of behind i really the think scenes. it's one of the theoretically there's yeah. been a lot of behind the scenes
0: stuff but that ties into what you were saying about messaging too if it's behind the scenes right. it's invisible people assume you're doing nothing
1: yes exactly and and that's the part we're talking about him being you know still acting as a senator when he's a president mm-hmm. and that he needs to uh i get that there is uh there is the part that you do in the back in order to get stuff done uh, but also you need to do something in public so people, you know, there is the public and is and the, there is the private stuff. Right. And you need to do more of the public part that he is not doing.
0: Yeah, I, I I think that's true. And, you know, just, just watch after we have this conversation, Mansion and Cinema will surprise us and blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, we've said this before. Well, they was, I, you know,
1: we've said that. Well, we thought uh, he wasn't going to get the infrastructure bill. We true, thought he was going to get a couple of things and then all of a sudden uh, he pulled him out of the hat. You, you know, if, so, if if
0: this was Donald, he would be like, look, if you don't vote for this, then I'm going to, like, release the information on all your mistresses.
1: You know, but, yeah, but that wouldn't work i mean he, he tried that How many bills did Trump get passed? Actually? I know, like, I know, really but y- you know what exactly. I'm saying though, um, infrastructure week,
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know mansion and cinema have been consistent on this fucking thing from the moment this Congress started, you know Th- it, you know, and people. And we talked about this on BBB as well. It's like, I forget who coined this, but they call it the Green Lantern Theory of the Presidency, which is basically like it also relates. Sometimes people call it like the West Wing Theory of the Presidency as well, which is the idea that, you know, if the president just wants it enough and tries hard enough, they could break through all this stuff and get whatever they want done. That like all they have to do is, you know, to use your term from earlier, use the bully, use the bully pulpit appropriately and suddenly magically they can get things done. They can convince everybody and do it. And it would be nice, perhaps, if that was sometimes true. But no, the reality is that our entire system of government. Yeah. Our entire system of government is set up to not make the president a dictator.
1: You know, if Trump was able to get everything he had wanted by God, or I mean, or look, or going the flip side, I, it, I mean, Obama after he was, he passed the Affordable Care Act after Kennedy died, basically was paralyzed. Yeah. In in his legislative agenda, completely paralyzed.
0: Yeah, because he no longer had a veto, uh, uh, you know, a not a veto proof. Uh, oh, could, no longer had enough to get past the filibuster and the veto. He didn't need a veto proof majority because it, it was he was the president, but uh, it, it was it was enough to get past a filibuster. He had a filibuster proof majority for a very short window of time, and as soon as that was over, he was done.
1: Pretty much, pretty much,
0: and a set, effectively, the reality that we have now is that you know. Biden was able to get through one thing on reconciliation with a 50 vote margin that there was some at least full Democratic consensus on. That was the COVID relief stuff. And he was able to get infrastructure with a few Republicans on board. And now he does not have the votes necessary to do much else. Uh, we, We predicted that they'll probably manage to get something on BBB. Even though it won't even remotely resemble what it started as, and even even that, frankly, is like maybe he will, maybe he won't. That's unclear. Like there was reporting this week that Mansion no longer even supports his own proposal. Like Mansion went to the White House with, right? Here's my proposal,
1: and apparently that's and they off were the, like kind of like almost want to go to say okay, and now it's off the table. Right now, to be clear, that proposal had been on the table for months. Yes, and, uh, and also it wasn't that, just recent. And, and also, it's unclear and they that kept if, and they kept trying to get him off that proposal, and and he
0: didn't budge. He had been
1: no, 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 and, and, he didn't but, budge.
0: But it's also not clear that if you got him via that proposal, that you'd keep all of the other Democrats because there's some things in that proposal they don't like. So, right, you know, and, and this is the bottom line that you know this this fifty fifty thing is not an environment where you're going to get much done. Because our system is designed not to, even like, and and I, I, you know, I've said before, I'm fully on board with getting rid of the filibuster at this point. I think it's, it's massively distorting. And even if we got rid of it now and the Republicans took over and did all kinds of things I hate, um, I think it would still be better for democracy, assuming they didn't eliminate elections or something, because, you know, in the end, then people would actually be able to judge based on the party's actually implementing their agenda. Whereas right now it's, you know, Oh, we, there's so many people who are like, we elected the Democrats and they haven't done Jack.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. I love those. And
0: so why should I, why should I vote for them again?
1: Yep, exactly.
0: And so anyway, it's, it seems like, um, I, I guess they're going through this performative thing with the, the, you know, the, in the Senate, where they're going to vote on rules changes, it is almost certainly going to fail. Uh, you know, if it succeeds, then color me wrong. I will be happily surprised. But it certainly looks like it's going to fail. Um, and they might not even get the 48 votes. You know, they it might be lower, you know?
1: Look, I, I think that in order to counter this, what you just mentioned, the... Uh... The issue with a number of voters that say uh what you said. Ah, you see, we voted them in and they didn't do anything. Well, the the thing that you need to do to counter that is what we had been talking before. Messaging, it's messaging, messaging. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean you because you have to really first of all, the things you do succeed on, you have to make sure are out there and being talked about constantly, but also even the things that fail. You have to be clear as to why they failed. And even here, like in our conversations, we're like, hey, if the voting rights stuff doesn't happen, well, Mansion and Cinema stopped it. Well, okay, yeah, to a degree, but also 100% unity on the Republican side against it. You know, if you had a, yep. if you had a few Republicans, then you wouldn't need Mansion and Cinema. You know, so if, exactly if you right. want to put the blame on it, yeah, you've got Mansion and Cinema that aren't going along, but you also have, you know, uh, apparently McConnell has made this a bright red line for the Republican caucus on the Senate that says nobody cooperate at all on this voter rights stuff you know this is this is a bright red line we he did are going do one of his
1: usual fake outs mm-hmm. on it what, what, i mean mcconnell talked didn't you hear him that you know a couple you know last week or two he said well maybe there's something that we can work on blah well, blah blah the, the thing and, that they specifically
0: and... talked about and this may still potentially be on the table as something to do is to revise the law The electoral count law, I believe it's called, which governs that whole procedure that happened on January 6th. And to clarify, for instance, no, the vice president can't just decide what the hell he wants. Uh, you know, it is a ceremonial role and other things like that. He expressed some willingness to talk about that. And by the way, that's not necessarily a bad idea. That law does need to be revised. It's very
1: vague. I, I, I actually listen. I, I will say that I, I'm 100% on that. Even if we can just get that, that just in of it itself is an important safeguard.
0: Yeah. And the the demo, the Democrats basically were like, don't distract us with that right now, because what you're going to try to do is say, okay, we get, you've got this. So why do you need any of that other stuff? Uh, but I hope they come back to that? Cause, you know, and, and they may not have enough Republicans to actually do a deal on that of anything that made sense, but, Assuming the other voter right stuff all fails as we think it is, I would still take that. Absolutely. That law needs to be revised. We need to eliminate the, any ambiguities in the notion that Congress, not just, not just Pence, but Congress in general should not have the ability to just vote and decide to ignore the electoral votes as they came in from the states.
1: Yep. I, I, fully agree. And, uh, if it were me, I, you know, listen, I I was one of the belief that the other bill was another two bills. The other two bills were a dream. Well, not, no, I'm talking about the other voting rights bill. Yeah,
0: there are two voter uh, rights. Not BB- the, the, there's the John Lewis bill, and there's the oh, I forget what they're now calling it. It's the Mansion version of HR one that strips it down. Well, no, no, but but, but
1: yeah, but there's a House. And it, but what I'm saying is that there there are maybe by by using the term bill, I'm I'm doing the wrong thing. There's one thing that we're talking about voting rights yeah. and passing that, which is one one topic. And then there is the procedure itself, okay, and safeguarding it, okay? Right. Yes. And I would be like right now, listen, if you're telling me that all we can do is just safeguard the procedure, uh, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, and that's only for the presidency, not other elections. Yeah. You know. Right, uh,
1: exactly. I, I, I'll, I'll take that right now.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, and McConnell may be doing one of those things where, well, that was my offer then. It's no longer on the table, just like Manchin's apparently doing. Um but yeah I, I think that's that's definitely one of those areas where what happened on january 6th exposes the vulnerabilities of the system and it should be much much clearer that you know th- there is no room for yeah th- this whole procedure that's supposed to have on january happened on january 6th throw it out entirely or make it absolutely clear that it's ceremonial only but Preferably just throw it out entirely. The, the electoral votes as they come from the states, that's it. You know, now right. I- ideally, like, in, in order to actually like bind the states, you'd need a constitutional amendment. Like our constitution fundamentally says the states can choose however they want. So if Texas really wanted to pass a law that said the legislature appoints the electors and we don't have to pay attention to the election, they can. Uh, we would need a constitutional amendment to pre- prevent that. But at the very least, you know, just make it clear that whatever is certified by the states, that's it. You're done. You can't have, you know, the, the whole procedure where if you have one representative and one senator ask for a motion, then we can have debate and like we can decide whether or not we want to count those votes. That stuff has to go away. That's that's bullshit. Now, I, well, I, I agree. Now, I suppose you could make an argument that, you know, what if there were, like, let's say that, you know, Donald Trump had succeeded in some of his shenanigans to get local election officials to throw a state election to him. Shouldn't Congress be able to say, yeah, that was bullshit, we won't count it? I don't know, but the the law should be revised in any case to make to make that absolutely crystal clear how that should work, what should work, what's allowed, what's not. The existing law that was passed over 100 years ago, if I remember correctly, uh, is full of sort of vagueness and places where it's unclear what happens. And that just that just gives all sorts of possibilities for for crazy stuff to happen.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Agreed. And, and I think that that's what we can, you know uh I, I mean we we should try to get something with that so
0: yeah so anyway uh the the, the voting rights stuff is going to fail but biden is going to give it his best shot so that you know he can try to say it wasn't my fault i guess i guess that's the point and then presumably they'll circle back around to bbb and try to hammer out a deal over the next couple months i don't know but okay that's enough about legislation um We've gone longer than I'd hoped, but let's come back real quick, <laughs> real quick, uh, and and talk yeah, and talk about funny, the January sixth stuff.
1: Um, F- funny guy,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, back right after this. you are supposed to say do 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 do
1: do. Alex Zemzla.
0: Alex Zemzla is awesome. Its videos are fun,
1: and today
0: once again we have. One of our most loyal subscribers here to tell you how awesome Alex Emsola is. I'd say on a rate from 1 to 10, Alex Emsola is awesome at, I don't know, 37, 82. He's pretty radical. His videos are phenomenal. They're full of creativity. and And they're so funny and exciting to watch. Wow, what happened to your voice then, Amy? Was that dad
1: pretending to be you? Because the audio was distorted when it really wasn't because I told him to? Yes. Good job on remembering, Dad. Do, do, do!
0: Okay, here we go. I guess the, the big news, there's, there's two pieces of news on January 6th that happened in the last week that are worth mentioning. One, the January 6th Commission has started asking Congress people for their testimony so far they haven't subpoenaed any of them and every one of the republicans they've asked for which include mccarthy and uh who are the other two anyway uh, jim jordan and there was one other i I forget who it was anyway they've asked several republican congress people to come in and voluntarily give testimony they've all said ha ha Of course not. We're not going to do that. That's crazy. You're a bunch of partisan Democrats out to get us. There's no way we'll cooperate. Now they have to decide whether or not they're going to subpoena them. And presumably that would get fought in court as well. And then, you know, that would stretch out for however long. Um, But they're sort of making the point that they have gotten to the point in making the point that they have gotten to the point. Anyway, they they have gotten to the point in an investigation where um, it's clear that these people are, if not implicated, certainly have relevant information. And it sounds like from from the little letters they put out requesting their testimony, they they include all kinds of little bits about what they think they know. <laughs> you know, so it's clear they're getting to more of the picture. It's also clear that the the January sixth committee is not. Yeah, and this has been clear for a while, but I think it's important. Um, they're not limiting themselves to just, you know, the people who stormed the Capitol. They're also looking into the entirety of, what happened between the election and January 6th in terms of the promotion of the big lie in terms of the efforts that were being over uh, organized in Congress that we just talked about in the last segment uh, you know, where, you know uh, where they were trying to uh, vote on not counting several States. And what was, what was the plan here? What was the, you know, and we've had all these documents that uh, we we've heard about, about, you know, the, about all of the different mechanisms that the trump administration was trying to bring to bear in that last little bit of time uh to try every possible mechanism to avoid leaving uh and they're looking at the whole thing not just the the storming of the capital itself um and they're a lot of interesting things there. As we've said, like the the overall gist of the story hasn't changed, but we keep hearing more and more interesting details. Uh, we had the stuff a couple weeks ago about the Fox News hosts texting back and forth with Mark Meadows, uh, and now we're starting to hear about uh, congressional leaders uh, being in coordination with with you know some of this and blah blah blah. So you know bef- before we talk about the Oath Keepers that were just indicted, any thoughts on any of that part, Yvonne?
1: I, what I will say is that, um, I saw, I know that supposedly they're not related. Okay. Okay. This whole indictment of the Oath Keepers. Okay. Yeah. But I, I keep thinking how that, that can't be just a coincidence. Okay. There is no way that all of this prying that Congress has been doing and how deep they have been getting into this is completely unrelated To how the Oath Keepers got accused of sedition. And what I will say is this, that if what we do is we keep digging, and we are going to fucking make more criminal charges, and if some of these assholes are guilty of sedition, then fuck it, and they're going to charge them, then go ahead and keep investigating. Yeah. Because, and that's the thing that I just hadn't seen. All the charges that we had seen up to now... Related to January sixth had been relatively. It's you know, like they were trespassing, in. you know. They, they right,
0: yeah. They, they, it was relatively right. minor charges about being somewhere that you weren't supposed to be or property damage, basically. Or, or were, they, were right. they specifically attacked police and stuff? They were being charged with that, but there wasn't anything about hey, they're trying to. They're trying to overthrow the the government. You <laughs> the know, government they're, of they're the United States, prevent, exactly. You know, th- there wasn't anything specifically about them trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power. There were a few obstruction of Congress type stuff, um, type stuff, but not this and this is sort of that next level and also the you know the question of okay what connections are next right so f- first of all yes it's right. it's sedition charges which is the most serious by far we're talking potential 20 yes. year jail terms and things like that uh it's yep. it's 20 some people from the organization uh including the leadership uh and i've i have not gotten a chance to read the entire indictment but i've seen some bits and pieces from it and there, there's stuff about You know, explicit plans being made, for instance, to stockpile weapons right outside of D.C., but in close range so that the the plan was to take over the Capitol, keep it under control all night. And at a specific point in time when they felt like they had enough presence at the Capitol to call in the weaponry from Northern Virginia and have someone bring that stuff in real quick and 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 arm everybody who was there. You know, and this is, you know, and there, and by the way, there's a misconception that there were no firearms in the Capitol at all. Quite a few of the people at this point. That's bullshit. Yeah. The the majority of people who've had charges were not armed. However, there have been a a decent number that did have weaponry on them. Uh, And this stuff apparently says, you know, a bunch of these Oathkeeper type militia folks had a fucking arsenal waiting in hotel rooms in Virginia. And right. and had a specific plan about when in the day they were going to bring in the weapons, you know. And yep. And this is where it sort of moves to sedition. Now, in terms of where that hits next, I mean, obviously the question is, were they coordinating with anybody official in the administration or close to Donald Trump or Trump himself? And there's one big obvious flashing one, which is the Oath Keepers in particular – we're also the people providing security for Roger Stone nice and 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 we know this guy likes that kind of stuff <laughs> you know now, yes. I don't know were they coordinating with Roger Stone or were they not coordinating with Roger Stone, but that's clearly the you know, one of the potential avenues to investigate here, um, there, and there are clearly other contacts too, right? Um, there you know, the, these groups have not exactly been kept at a distance by the Trump folks.
1: No, not at all. You know, and we know it was I mean, wasn't, they've been celebrated by these assholes.
0: Yeah, and we know this indictment was on the Oath Keepers, but we know there were various other of these types of organizations present there as well uh there's a question of coordination between these organizations
1: you had oath keepers the
0: three percenters the proud boys the whatever there's a picture that i saw being circulated today of like you know trump jr in a three percenter shirt or something yeah like i said they have not kept these folks at a distance they have they have openly flirted with them oh yeah and, and so the 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 big question on all of this is, can you connect the dots to uh, you know to Trump or people close to trump and you know it is certainly possible that the 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 dot connecting that you can't make the solid connection you know because we've heard going back years now you know trump's style is this standard mafia style of Make it clear what you want without actually telling people what to do, you know? So it's very possible that these various militia groups, on their own, came up with plans and weren't, like, on the phone with Don Jr. saying, okay, do you want us to attack the Capitol? No. Instead, you know, Donald Trump makes a speech about going to the Capitol, and and they do it. Right. You know? But they're not necessarily, like— You know, and and this is also something we've talked about over and over again is sort of the hiding it in plain sight. Like, if you just say it openly. Right. Then, like, how can it be bad? You know, you know, this wasn't like Donald Trump picking up the phone and making some sort of secret communication in code. This was Donald Trump having a speech where he outright fucking said it. And then people actually took him up on it.
1: You know, um, well but that's the Trump part. We we're, yeah. we're, we're also talking about one of the reasons why they're, they're they're subpoenaing a whole bunch of people from from Congress is because they also uh have a hand in this. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And there there are several Congress people who clearly are potential people who are in on this plot. And again, the the plot looks like what it was is you know, they had this plan to sort of delay the ceremonial stuff on january 6th long enough to do some additional shenanigans in enough states to put, throw doubt into it and throw it into the house of representatives and part of that plan was intimidate mike pence and just delay 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 and what better way to delay than take over the fucking Capitol for a week or something
1: right exactly
0: now, obviously, they failed at that, but I, I was listening to somebody, like, pointing out, like, this whole conspiracy to for sedition, one of the keys to the conspiracy charge is you don't need to succeed to be guilty of that crime. You just have Correct. to— Correct. That is what
1: it—you just have to—you It's a, you know, you have to try it, okay? It's like why there's attempted murder—I mean, you don't have to succeed in order to be, to be, you know, convicted, yes.
0: Yes, you have to show that you are planning it, and there was some reasonable— reality to it like it, it's not just like you know you sitting around in a basement bullshitting about something you actually take at least some concrete moves towards that and, I th- and,
1: and, and well i would say that uh building an arms cachet and putting together a timeline and coordinating how they would be delivered you know i sounds pretty good to me
0: yeah and, and so like you know and so i don't know like are they going to be able to get specific congress people on the hook for this I don't know. Are they going to be able to get – One thing
1: that we have heard as a rumor repeatedly is yeah. that certain members of Congress did facilitate their access yes. into the Capitol. Okay? Now, look, if you've got a, a, a trail of conspiracy and then you, you find certain members of Congress facilitating this, you've got to throw the book at these assholes.
0: Yeah. And, you know, this goes back to what we were talking about before about DOJ seemingly being reluctant to go there. But if the evidence is clear enough, they will have no choice.
1: Yeah, got no choice, you know, and, and I mean, and 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 hey, they're stupid enough to go and like, you know, fall for the fa- fact, like you said, Trump did it mafia style. And apparently, which is the way that he's communicated, and we've seen this happen before many times in terms of how he has commanded acts and how he has been able to wash his hands of some of some illegal activity. And, well, if you guys are fucking dumb enough to fall for it and make sure that there is no trail to him so he can't be the final fall guy and you did it because you knew that's what he wanted and, you know, you accepted the code, then fuck you.
0: Yeah, that you may not down. You may not be able to get that final connection to actually take down Trump himself, uh, depending on whether you know he was directly involved or whether he was sloppy or whatever. But it, I, it seems like we're going to get closer to Trump than we are now. We may get some of those Congress people. We may get somebody like Roger Stone. We may have some uh, a, a, you know additional people surrounding Trump. It's unclear. Um, I mean. Th- the other possibility is that after this, Garland is like, "Okay, we're done now. We got the sedition charges on uh, on these guys, and that's as far as it goes."
1: Well, let me put it to you this way: uh, I know that I would be, you know, you know, I it would make bring a smile to my face to see Roger Stone marched back into jail.
0: <laughs> yeah, how, how's that pardon working out for
1: you now? Exactly. Fuck him. Send him back to fuck, you know, put him in fucking jail. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um,
0: And, you know, and, and, and they've it, it, one of the focuses of the January 6th committee investigation is also this war room that was apparently at the hotel. Uh, One of the hotels there that had Rudy and a whole bunch of other folks at it. And, you know, they're trying to dig into like what exactly were these people talking about? What did they know? What did they not know? How, you know, and a lot does tie on like, you know, if if, if like one reasonable possibility is that all of the people whose names we've heard of, you know, the the trumps the giuliani's the stones etc they were all yeah let's have a big demonstration and let's Wait, em- the rolling stones are in this i knew you were going to say that uh you know let's have a big demonstration but let's keep it peaceful let's not take over the capital blah 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 and then these groups like the oath keepers are the ones who took it to the next level, but none of the big names we've heard of were on board with that or knew about that or wanted that. And that that's a reasonable possibility of how it could play out. Um, Now, even then I would say that this is one of those situations where even if that's not what you intended by using the kind of overheated rhetoric you did, it should be a, possible a predictable outcome because you know these crazies follow you but that might not be criminally liable if that's the case
1: you know if the rolling stones were involved in this i mean that would certainly get quite a lot more headlines i mean if you yes, think about you it, it we keep yes, talking yes, about yes. It. this is not getting enough attention can you imagine if they pulled out mick jagger and all these guys over there i mean holy shit we're getting global media attention they're all I mean, pretty you know, old this, now uh, they're very old <laughs> i mean i i i mean I don't understand how to, I mean, Mick Jagger's pushing 80. I don't understand the son of a bitch still goes on tour the way he does. He's still doing it. Yes.
0: Okay. So I, I, anyway. I, are, are we done now? Is that our signal that we're done? We The sudden pivot to the yeah. Rolling Stones? Because I, 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 mean, you know, I had to say the Stones instead of Roger Stone. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. We're done.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Did, did you
0: well, have any okay. final thoughts to add before we wrap it up?
1: Uh, I will reiterate that um, I will be I I was pleasantly surprised to see these sedition charges being brought up and uh, if we can uh, charge more of these assholes for this and throw them in jail for 20 plus years I will be I will be very happy Yeah, because they fucking deserve it
0: of, of course the other thing to keep in mind Is the fact that they were indicted today does not mean that anything moves rapidly. It'll be a long time till they get to trial and then there will be appeals and then there are blah, blah, blah. You know, this, all this stuff moves slowly.
1: Well, I mean, it's not six years. I mean, we're talking about probably, you know, look, we're talking about twelve to eighteen months right now. So.
0: Yeah, the, the the first actual trials of people indicted related to January sixth have not started yet, but they're due to start next month, I believe. Right. Uh, so so yeah, we we are talking a while. It take it takes a while, but I think part of part of the hope here as well that you'd think is. If, if DOJ is going after this really aggressively, they're going to be putting the screws on these people to get them to flip on other people. So, yeah. Okay, with that, we are done for real. Uh, so the, the usual stuff at the end, uh, you can go to curmudgeons-corner.com and there you can find our email addresses, our Twitter, um, our Facebook, you know, all this kind of stuff, all of the different ways to talk about, talk about us, talk to us. Uh, you can also, if you're if you're not already subscribed, you can. I mean, you
1: can go talk about us too. I mean, talk about us, talk to us, do whatever. Yeah,
0: whatever. It, it, you can find the archives of the show, links to things, all, all that stuff. Also, you can go to our Patreon. There, that's a place where you can uh, send a little money our way if you appreciate the show. We really appreciate that. We we use it every once in a while to upgrade our equipment and do other things. But you know, the 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 you know, but uh, yeah, yeah, and and. Yeah, yeah. We do that sometimes. Yeah. And and, and anyway, uh, also, if you give us $2 a month or more at the Patreon, or if you contact us in any of those other ways and ask nicely, we will invite you to our Curmudgeons Corner Slack, which is a chat room where Yvonne and I and a bunch of our listeners are sharing links throughout the week of news stories we found in the... I'm kind, of, I'm kind of done here we we sharing links of news stories we find interesting uh and just generally chatting so yvonne since we skipped it last week what are some things that we talked about under curmudgeon's corner slack
1: this week that we have not talked about on the show and we have not talked about on the show uh we well, shared a whole bunch of stories on global warming mm-hmm. uh on temperatures and the oceans and stuff uh stuff that happened um uh that some kid a 19 year old says uh that he hacked into some Teslas and was able to control them remotely nice okay uh that that was one that we had uh uh there was about a story Th-
0: that's of- how they'll make the self-driving work
1: yes that's how it they'll works.
0: all just be remote controlled they'll be like
1: yes. they'll be pilots yes.
0: driving for you in a central location. And that's how they'll make the self-driving uh, work. Forget this like AI stuff. It's just a no. no. It's just remote control. That's it.
1: Right. It's a, like some guy sitting in a warehouse in Arizona. Exactly. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, a sad story about uh, a a a lady that had long COVID that um committed suicide. Yeah. Um. Those. Yeah. Those not cool um oh uh we didn't talk about this but this was good uh that uh that fauci called uh uh not not it wasn't senator rand paul it was no, it some was other some other random guy senator. uh uh we called him a a, a moron yeah I, I said that he should have called him a fucking moron but uh but you
0: know and, and he also went after yeah. rand paul too but the the one that got more traction this week was the moron comment
1: the hot mic moment said, after clashing with CO- GOP Senator Roger Marshall, Dr. Fucci was caught muttering, what a moron, Jesus Christ. And, and specifically, the senator was asking
0: him for some financial disclosure forms that are publicly available. You can Google them and find them yourself.
1: Exactly. He's just an asshole. Um, and he was
0: implying that Fauci was hiding stuff by not
1: – whatever. Yeah, no, it it, it it you know, yeah, which the guy knew that's false, but this is what they're doing. They're just, you know, this is the the Republican method of discrediting uh people or just, you know, spewing whatever bullshit they want to. Uh there was an article uh about Android uh the well Google uh basically like trying to beg uh Apple to go and say, "Please, pretty please, can can you us to iMessage too, To avoid the dreaded so,
0: green bubbles.
1: Yeah, to avoid the dreaded green bubble of death. Yes. yes. It's kind of funny because it's a very American thing. Okay? You know, because in the rest of the world, talk talk using WhatsApp. But that's a very American thing. Mm-hmm. Um, although a lot of international FaceTime calls. I, I will say that. The, the FaceTime video. That, that for sure, not so much a chat. Um, because that works a lot better than the WhatsApp video thing. Uh, uh, so there is a part of the chip shortage thing. So you know, uh, printer, you know, printer companies under toner cartridges now have put chips in order to say, "Oh, you're not using an authorized toner cartridge from us. Please, you know, uh, need to use a real cartridge." Well, Canon has been having a a, a shortage of their cartridges, and they basically been saying hey this is a way to get around it because we can't get you t- cartridges nice so uh so they apparently published how to how to uh how to do that um uh let's see what else uh uh two more things that i was gonna mention one is uh there was some officers that narrowly made uh a rescue of a guy on a plane that landed on railroad tracks and they barely got him out in time before a train like ran over them. That
0: that was like ran a crazy over, video. You know, that was a crazy yeah.
1: video. Yeah. Yeah. But the cops got him out just in the nick of time and a freight train came through and boom. Just, you know, nailed him. And um, apparently a story on how our ancestors used to sleep. This this is something
0: that I've seen multiple times. Every couple of years it comes around again. This is basically the a, a biphasic sleep. The idea is that uh, l- before the advent of electric lights and all this kind of stuff, it was very, very common uh, for people to go to sleep, sleep a few hours, wake up, do stuff in the middle of the night for a little while, and then go back to sleep. And, and, and it was considered normal to Sort of not you have eight hours of solid sleep, no, you right. do like four hours, then you're up for a couple hours, then you do another four,
1: yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, so yeah, I mean, how that's and
0: there's actually there's some I people, actually, there's know, some people so. periodically talking about how that there might actually be health benefits to encouraging that form of sleep instead. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that the research is unclear on that, but it, it does seem clear that it was very, very common. A few centuries ago, and now it's fairly rare at least in uh at least in
1: western countries i, I actually knew a guy, but well, I still know him. I haven't talked to him in a little while, but um that kind of did that mhm he would sleep a very short few hours wake up uh like at uh, three four in the morning. And then uh, at some point during the day, just go back and sleep another four hours. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever. And that was his regular thing. So you couldn't call him really between like one and four o'clock in the afternoon, something like that, because he was he was sleeping again.
0: Well, that, that's still a little bit different. That's like you do a little bit at night, a little bit in the day. Whereas the, the thing that they're talking no, about. No, but he, I'm talking
1: not a little bit. I'm yeah. talking about that he split his, his by he, he was a, he, he would sleep four hours at night, four hours no, in the no, day. No, no, no. I, no, I recognize that. I'm so just it's saying. it's not that like what, taking what,
0: a what nap. What people have been talking that's about all, in the past is not like some of the sleep in the day, but. Two sleep sleep segments at night with a gap in between. What you're talking about is a little bit different, but same idea, right? It's like you don't yeah. have to have the eight hours straight. You can do four and four, and you split it up. Right, and you do different times, and uh, you know, uh, and and uh, yeah, uh, so. You know, look, I I, I could, you know, I wake up in the middle of the night anyway to uh, go pee or whatever. You know, I could certainly see, like, if I wasn't worried about, like, if I don't sleep now, I'm not going to get a chance to sleep. Right. I could see getting up and doing stuff for a few hours and then going back to sleep. The the place where that runs into a big block is that, you know, I have to be up at a certain time in the morning to get the kid to school and for work.
1: You know, otherwise. I will say that. I mean, some nights that I've had insomnia, it's not very often that I just haven't been able to get back to sleep. I've just gone back out to the living room and just say, fuck it, okay? I, I slept maybe from 11 to, like, one thirty, and I can't go back to sleep. I, I just can't. So I'll go out in the living room and just watch TV for a few hours. Yeah. And then go back to sleep at 4.30 in the morning.
0: And that's actually one then, thing that people you know, recommend for insomnia is if you just can't get to sleep – You know, just get up and do something and then, you know, try again when you're tired again.
1: Oh, yeah. And and definitely, I mean, definitely when I, when I, you know, when I went, when I go back at that hour, I mean, I I definitely fall asleep. I mean, that, that, yeah. Right. I mean, that definitely helps. So, so anyway, so that's it. That's all I
0: got. That's all you got. Well, thank goodness because that like took a long time because we talked about a couple of things like you know the idea of t- saying some things on the slack is to like just tease a f- like two or three interesting items that you know make I people want to join us i tease yeah i know but it's like you know but it turns into 10 minutes anyway anyway d- you,
1: could, I mean, you could consider it a lap dance maybe i got to that point i don't know maybe but you know I, maybe i would beyond be on the tease okay all it, right, it's
0: fine. an encore it's an encore
1: It's an encore! Encore! Encore on fly! Yes.
0: We finish the show, and we do an encore of a couple little bonus topics. There you go. Uh, Anyway, uh, we are done. Hey, everybody. uh, Omicron is out there and going crazy, and despite people talking about it being mild, uh, you still don't want to try to get it? Still take, you know, the standard precautions that we've been talking about for two years. Please... Be safe. Be good. Uh, if you get it, hopefully it's mild and you get over it really quickly. Uh, and if if you are, if you're vaxxed but don't have your booster yet, go get your fucking booster. If you're not vaxxed at all, my god, what are you doing? Go go take care of that. Um, and yeah, that's it. Stay safe. Have a good time. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye bye. Later, Yvonne. Good night. Good night.